Sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. They're kooky and they're spooky. It's time to cross to the other side. Welcome to Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Welcome all to Spooky Sundays on Newcastle Live Radio with your hosts this evening, myself, Anne Rekovic from Oz Paratech and... Renata Daniel from Newcastle Ghost Tours, G'day. And together we are Frightfully Good. good. <laughs> that is so tacky when we do that together. And for those who were listening last week, they know that I have been suffering. I have been suffering and I'm making sure everybody knows I've oh, been suffering yes. with bronchitis, which I actually suspect was pneumonia because no doctor would listen to me. They didn't want to touch me. Um, but I'm getting better. Uh, the cough is still lingering and this is tonight marks week four. Yeah. So yeah. I've now had it for four weeks. I'm over it. And yeah. we're getting on a plane tomorrow and we're flying to Queensland. Yep. We're going filming with the Buttsman and Little Dixon. Yes, we are. I'm so excited. And we get we we're going to two different locations. Which we are. We, we cannot reveal, mm. other than one is very very dark. Yes, <laughs> very very dark, and the other one is um, quite unusual. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. a private case, really. Yeah. Very unusual. Mm. I'm worried about the dark one. <coughs> yeah, you don't particularly like dark holes, no, do I you? No, I don't. I don't particularly like dark holes at all. <laughs> but I'm going to find myself in one tomorrow night. You are. And I'm going to send I'm going you... I'm square like a little pig. I'm going to send you dark and deep. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> We're going oh. downhill to start with. Yes, we are. Yes, <laughs> uh, we are. And look, everyone, this is a family-friendly show, but really it's for 18+. plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know sometimes. <coughs> Sorry, the kiddies will listen in, but uh, Hello, we're, kiddies. we're a little bit naughty. Auntie Anne and Auntie Renata can be just a little naughty at times. Yes. If you don't understand any of the words we're saying, you don't make ask, sure no, you ask, ask your mummy, no. you ask your mum no. and dad or no, 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 your no. auntie no, or whoever's there. Just what are we talking about? They'd love to tell you. No. Yeah, well, that's the punishment for letting the kids listen to us. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> so, what's happening? Uh, well, you mean what more is happening? <coughs> Lots of things are happening. Um, we had to cancel a tour for next weekend. Oh, I'm so <laughs> devastated. Yeah. It was so, just too risky. So unfortunate, yeah. yeah. The whole um, Omicron thing is really... A nasty piece of work, isn't it? And there are so many that are um, not well right now. And if you're listening and you're not well because you have caught the dreaded disease, send us a message on 0490 and we'll say hi to you. We'll send you some heal and love. Yes, we shall. Frankly, I could do with a, a little bit myself, but that's okay. I it's, I walked into that forest last night, and I sucked in all that good energy and maybe a few mosquitoes as well. Yeah, we were at Gloucester last night, the beautiful Gloucester, um, uh, at the foothills of the Barrington Tops, such a beautiful area of uh, the um, New South Wales region, and we are so lucky to be able to do a beautiful and fantastic and very unique ghost tour out there in the forest. Yeah. In and the forest. And there were glowworms. There were glowworms. There were glowworms everywhere. And I realised that just before the tour started, I heard the volcano. 
Mm. Um, because we'd had a big thunderstorm come through uh, around about six, half past five, something like that. Um, and then this was around about quarter to ten to seven. Mm-hmm. We were just about to leave and walk across the road. And I must be about quarter to. And I, I heard this rumbling and I thought, oh, is that thunder? That doesn't sound like thunder. And then it did it again. I said, Roman, what is that? And he went, oh, must be thunder. And then I realised it would have been the sound wave from the um, from the the big blow. <laughs> big blow. <laughs> now, look, we love hearing um, some feedback, and we also uh, love getting your messages. So, if you want to do a shout out for someone who is not well, or a shout out to a uh, paranormal group that you are a part of, we are giving you the opportunity to do so on zero four nine zero eight four triple eight six. Leave a message. Zero four nine zero eight four triple eight six, and we will make sure that we um, do as many as we can. And just like Catherine here, who says, "Happy Sunday evening, ladies!" From Catherine, hi Catherine, thank you so much. All right, and uh, Robert as well. Um, he said it's very inappropriate. They rescheduled our flight to a much earlier time. Uh, we don't do mornings. We don't. Uh, it's in our contract. No mornings. <laughs> As it's, if anyone it's, listens to our contract it's, anymore. It's, <laughs> oh, you're bitter. You're bitter. Oh, Look, yeah. I've got a story. I've got a story about a, okay, very, a very, very haunted place. And this, is, this has intrigued me because it's actually hard to find information about haunted places around the world. Yeah, you'd think it wasn't, but it actually is. And we might actually try and do this on True Haunting. So I'm going to just do a teaser here and this is about a place called Hoshka Castle and Hoshka Castle is in Czechoslovakia and it sits on a hilltop shrouded in dark myths and legends yes and maybe some clouds and things as well but it's very much shrouded in dark myths and legends Mm. do they just float by the castle oh look I just saw a myth go floating, floating by. Absolutely. Mm-mm. Absolutely. It was originally constructed in the 13th century between 1253 and 1278 during the reign of Ottokar II of Bohemia. Oh, I've seen a little silhouette of a man. It's right. Otto. Right. The castle, which was built in the early Gothic style, is located about an hour north of Prague. It's a place I'd like to visit. On the top of a steep, rocky cliff in the Czech countryside. It is thought to be one of the most haunted locations in the world. There's so many places that make that claim, Renata. I know. And I actually want to be in one that is. Would be a nice change, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, would be. We've been to some of the most haunted places in the world, and, and uh, nothing. Yeah, still won't be tapped on the shoulder by a vampire or yeah. a ghost or something. Anyhow, at first glance, the castle. And if you want to have a look at the castle, there's actually a photo of it on Newcastle Live uh, Radio community page. Uh, it's stunning. Uh, it seems quite ordinary, but upon closer inspection, one notices a few strange features. Oh, strange features! Firstly, many of the castle windows are actually fake. What? How do you fake a window in a castle? If you look closely, you will see that most of the windows are merely facades, glass panes behind which sturdy walls are built. Oh. So they've put a glass 
um, pane out the front, but it's actually just on the wall. There is no, like... I imagine a, a glass pane is a fairly recent thing. No, glass has been around forever. It's just very, it was very, very expensive. And, and you couldn't afford it really. Fake ones. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Secondly, the castle has no fortifications, no water source, no kitchen. And for years it was constructed, and for, uh, and sorry, for years after it was constructed, no occupants. So this makes it clear that Hauschka Castle was not built as a protective sanctuary or residence. This is very strange, but listen on. Strange and unusual. The location of the castle is also peculiar. It is situated in a remote area surrounded by thick forests, swamps and sandstone mountains. The location is no strategic value and is not situated near any trading routes. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Many people wonder why Hauschka Castle was built in such a strange location, and ancient legends may be able to answer that question. According to folklore, Hauschka Castle was constructed over a large hole in the ground, which was known as the Gateway to Hell. Oh, it's Satan's Castle? It is fabled that the hole was so deep that no one could see the bottom of it. Legend has it that half-animal, half-human creatures used to crawl out from the pit at night and that black-winged creatures used to attack locals and drag them down the hole. Oh! Can we go visit? Oh, please. It is believed that the castle was built to keep evil in. Oh, so hence the reason there's no actual windows. Mm, The location of the castle was specifically chosen in order to cover this mysterious pit from which the demonic creatures emerged at night. The castle's chapel was specifically built directly over the bottomless pit in order to seal the evil in and keep the demonic creatures from entering our world. That's crazy. When was it built? In the 1200s. 1200s? Yep. Jeez, they had vivid imaginations back then, didn't they? No, they were they were really big, really big on vampires, really big okay. on vampires and werewolves. So if, um, even today, over 700 years after the pit has been sealed, visitors still claim to hear the scratching of creatures from the lower floors at night. I'm sure to Ghost claw, Adventures went there or somebody went there. Trying to claw their way to the surface. Oh, God, we need to do We, we, need, need, to do we need to talk to Dave Schrader and get him yep. to do a darkness tour there and others, we'll go with him. Others claim to hear a call chorus of screams coming from beneath the heavy floor. When the construction of the castle began, it is said that all the village's prisoners who had been sentenced to death were offered pardons if they agreed to be lowered by rope into the bottomless pit and then report back what they saw. What the hell? (laughs) The first man was tied up and lowered into the hole and a few seconds after he had disappeared into the darkness, he began screaming in horror. He begged to be pulled up. When the prisoner, who was a young man, was pulled back up to the surface, he looked as if he had aged 30 years in a few seconds. 
His hair had turned white and he had grown extremely wrinkled. That's what happened to us, Renata. We must have had a fright one night. We went white. (laughs) I know. He was still screaming when he was pulled to the surface. He had been so disturbed by what he experienced in the darkness that he was sent to an insane asylum where he died two days later from unknown causes. Oh, the poor chicken. So according to legends, the scratching of the winged creatures trying to claw their way way out to the surface can still be heard. Phantoms have been seen walking the empty halls of the castle and the Nazis specifically chose Hauschka Castle in order to harness the powers of hell for themselves. Oh, maybe that's where I've heard the name before. Multiple paranormal television shows have visited Uh Hauschka Castle and concluded that it is, in fact, haunted. Oh, surprise, surprise. You flew all the way to Czechoslovakia to check out a castle... You're going to tell your producers it's haunted. I want to go so I badly. Do I do too. Would you like to hear more about that? Would you Would you like us to do a True Hauntings episode on oh, Hulk Castle? I want to do it now. Yeah, if if you would like to, just message us on 0490 and let us know and we shall do it. You're listening to the Spooky Sundays podcast with Anne and Renata. And we're back with a great comment. Yes. So uh, first off, a shout out to Night Stalker Paranormal. That's K-N-I-G-H-T. And Brent has sent us through a message here to say that his grandfather was from Prague in the Czech Republic and he'd love to come with us to visit the castle. Maybe we have to get Maria to organise us a trip. Because we're we're looking at taking a group to, um, what did we decide, Ireland or Scotland Mm -hmm. uh, around March next year. Uh, We're going to do our first big international trip, which we're meant to do in in 2020, but we we just won't talk about that. Um, So uh, we're still going to do that, but we might look at doing one to the Czech Republic as well. Let's just keep travelling. We'll just keep picking people up along the way. We need to keep finding people who are willing to come with us. That's all there is to it. Um, Yeah, so that that would be fabulous, wouldn't it? Thank you, Night Stalker Paranormal, for jumping on and saying hi. And I know who Brent is, so thank you so much, Brent. Uh, Bronwyn just wanted to send a message through saying, uh, hi, ladies, thanks again for a great weekend of investigating. Um, And she's asked a question about dowsing rods, so we will get to that one when we get to the next half. But I I need to get in now Mm -hmm. and do my little weird story. Now, I'm going to be totally honest. It's been a big weekend. We had Maitland Jail on Friday night, and I have been unwell, and I've been trying to... Um, my energy's shot. So um, we had to leave at lunchtime Saturday. Uh, we And I had the grandchildren as well at 7.30 Saturday morning and uh, had to pack and get ready and charge stuff to get out to Gloucester at 12.30 on Saturday after having the grandchildren. And we've only just got back this afternoon and I'm once again unpacking and charging gear and starting to repack again. There was not a lot of time to prepare for tonight's show. So I thought, no, that's okay. I'm just going to grab one of my books and I'll just have a flick through it. So I found this one called uh, Haunted, the award-winning paranormal magazine. And it has a little article there. You can actually buy this in Australia. The top... 10 Strangest Supernatural Stories by Mysterious Mike Covell? Covell? Covell. Covell. We'll go with Covell. Sounds nicer. Now, I just want to show you what happens to Renata and I when we research. So I found this one here and I thought, oh, this sounds good. The Phantom Demonic Donkey. Mm Mm-hmm. 
how can you go wrong with a donkey story? Mm. Actually, I think there are ways you can go wrong it with could, a donkey yes, story. But yes. I'll read this to you. The phantom demonic donkey is said to haunt the sands between Whitby and Sand Send. Now, we've been to Whitby. We have. You have a couple of times. I haven't seen a demonic donkey. Uh, you've not seen a demented demonic donkey? No, I have not. No. Uh, according to the stories, a group of boys were beating a donkey which let them ride it and rode off into the icy depths of the North Sea. According to eyewitnesses, when the donkey ran for the sea, it was seen to be grinning. Mm. So I thought, oh, I'm going to see if I can find some more mm-hmm. about the demon demonic donkey. Yes. So I've typed in demon demonic donkey, and I was lucky that it didn't come up with something <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I found these other little stories that sort of popping up, and it's saying in many countries and towns inside. Um, Inside them, they have variation of myths and legends describing a demonic black dog that is feared by all. The name changes on depending where you are from, the black shuck or simply the hellhound. And the folklore has been uh, inspired by Arthur Conan Doyle's The Hound of the Baskervilles. And in dreaded Bar Guest, now apparently it's called Bar Ghost, mm-hmm. which, uh, that in Whitby, mm-hmm. they have their own version, which can actually be... A donkey. Right, yes. Right. Connection made. I I just wanted to explain why it all of a sudden jumped to dogs. Uh, So it's said that if you hear the beast, that death is imminent. (gasps) No. Right. Um, They are described as large, black and ferocious man-eaters whom you would never want to cross. It is thought that the bar ghost will even tear its victims to pieces. So um, in Whitby, they'll hear the howl of the beast, and that signals that either you or a loved one is about to pass. Mm. There have been numerous documentations of the beast, but the most shocking comes from that of an archaeologist that was excavating a Roman signal station. Bloody Romans. Oh, everywhere. And I can't get away from him. Um, uh, so this was in Kettleness in 1951. They discovered the skeletal remains of a man with a huge dog laying beside him, almost as if they were curled together. It was discovered that the bodies had died together, more likely to have been fighting uh, rather than being moved there once they died. Oh. Uh, the jaws of the large creature were found curled around the man's throat. Oh. I thought they were cuddling when I first read that. And I thought, oh, isn't that lovely? They've died together <laughs> and they're cuddling in death. But no. Yeah, no. Um, the dog had died from stab wounds and the man from his throat being ripped out. Wow. So, uh, and, and this is the the... The hole we go down is that we, we chase one story mm-hmm. and, and then we go into another. Yeah. So then it goes on to another story of the impossible of impossibility of escaping monster is the Reverend JC. How can you go wrong being called Reverend JC? Mm-hmm. Uh, Atkinson tells the story of a man who was stumbling through St. Hilda's Church, Egton, one night after a night on the piss drink. <laughs> <laughs> On his route through the cemetery, he found his path blocked by a donkey-shaped bar ghost that would stop any attempt of the man of getting past the demonic creature. The youth thinking he was being clever 
followed a nearby lane and jumped into the churchyard from there, thinking he had successfully thwarted the bar ghost. The man did not notice in the dark that there was an open grave on the dark ground, which he fell into and broke his neck. Oh, how unfortunate. So there's the, the bar ghost donkey. Yes. Mm, if you ever are on the moors or in the town of Whitby and you hear the dreaded howl of the bar ghost, beware. But then it, it took me down another little rabbit hole. Yes. To the, um, now I'm not sure how we pronounce this, Guy Trash. Gitra Ash, um, G-Y-T-R-A-C-H. Uh, and this is a legendary black dog in northern England who's said to haunt lonely roads awaiting travellers, appearing in the shape of horses, mules. Oh. So I've linked it in. Ooh. Cranes or dogs. We've got haunted cranes now. Mm. And we don't mean the ones that are like... Um, well, they have. does Australia have haunted... <coughs> Oh, please, somebody find me a... Haunted bin chicken story, please. I have got this AI reader. I'm going to create (laughs) a ghost story about a bin chicken. (laughs) Yes, please. All right, now, I I need a couple of things from you guys, and you guys are going to help me create this story. Storyline, storyline. No, 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 I need um, a a town somewhere in Australia that would have bin chickens. I need what the bin chickens were doing that was so evil. Um, I need the name of a hero or heroine of the story, and I need um, how the bin chicken killed people okay so send through some ideas and i'm going to create a story yes. for next week mm-hmm. on the haunted bin chicken haunted bin chicken okay, so let's let's create a myth all right it, it, like yeah 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 yep. let's see we've how far it. it goes we'll see how far it goes this is going to be hilarious all right so we're, we're back on the the guy trash yes um so it would lead <coughs> <coughs> sorry it would lead people uh away uh, or astray, um, but they can also be benevolent, guiding lost travellers to the correct road, and they are normally feared. Mm. In parts of Lincolnshire or Yorkshire, the guy trash was known as the shag foal. God, all these names. And took the form of a spectral donkey or mule. See? Yes. Tied yes, it back in again. Yep. With eyes that glowed like burning coals. In this form, the beast was believed to be purely malevolent. <sighs> As this horse approached and I watched for it to appear through the dusk, I remember certain of Bessie's tales were figured a north of England spirit called Guy Trash which in the form of a horse, mule or large dog haunted solitary ways and sometimes came upon belated travel travellers, wiped it off and apologised. And as this horse was now coming up, I'm sorry, this is why children should not listen to this show. That's my husband that... that installed that one in me um, alright it was very near but not yet in sight she still hasn't got what I said no, in, in addition to the, the tramp tramp oh god I've lost this whole story <laughs> in addition to the tramp tramp I heard rush under the hedge and close down by the hazel stems glided a great dog whose black and white colour made him a distinct object against the trees it was exactly one form of kytrash a lion-like creature with long hair and a huge head and penetrating uh, <laughs> don't, eyes. Don't stop there. 
We have to be careful with with pause. So we found out in the last um, podcast. If you haven't heard it yet, please have a listen. But be prepared; you may laugh. Um, we learned that you can't pause halfway through halfway through saying the word country. Anyway, the horse followed a tall steed. On, and I've got no idea where that story is going. It was it was always a lot. Did you enjoy that? Do you know what? It's time to go to a bloody song. I don't know. I don't know. I did, oh, okay. yeah, no, that was it. It was something yeah. about a dog and a horse and donkeys with glowing eyes and, and yeah, coming coming upon you and wiping it off I, and apologising. Now, look, this is the song that I'm going to say is cursed because when we did our first or our second show and they left us alone here by ourselves, we ended up cutting it and it ended up playing by itself and it played through the news and it was just a disaster. So let's hope we get through Dusty Springfield spooky this time. Time with no errors. Guys, we've got some fabulous ideas for our haunted story about the bin chicken, the haunt of the, um, yeah, the, the demonic bin, bin the chicken. chicken. I almost <laughs> forgot to come back on air because I got so excited about reading <laughs> some of the ideas. Oh, you guys are fabulous. And uh, I think we've come up for a name for the bin chicken. Yep. Wayne. Wayne. Thank you, Joe. Wayne the bin chicken. It's going to be Wayne the bin chicken and he's going to be a demon bin chicken. Mm-hmm. What, what sort of entity? Just a demon, you reckon? Um, Don't want to be a succubus or an incubus with that beak. No. no. Let's keep it simple. Okay. Let's keep it simple. Um, Yes. All right. So now we have some questions. And I think the first one we had was from Bronwyn, who was wanting to know, what do we think about using dowsing rods on investigations? Yeah. Well, it's. I think they're fabulous from the point of view of it's really old-style paranormal investigating, um, but you have to really work at how to use them properly so you aren't flinging them around um, and thinking that it's something paranormal. Um, and all really that's happening is that you're, ju- you're just not holding them correctly. That's, that's all. It's as simple as that. Um, and it doesn't take much, um, but it's practice like anything else. And it's, it works, um, yeah, mysteriously. I mean, dowsing rods have been used for centuries, and obviously they do work. Um, or but, do they? Well, They've yeah. done scientific investigations uh, using... Uh, covered barrels which they've put water or something yeah, into and true. people mm-hmm. had to go through with their dowsing rods and choose the number um, of the box they thought the barrel with the water was in mm-hmm. and I think nobody got it. Mm. <laughs> uh, so there's that sort of thing and there's a lot of uh, issues where you want to get an answer so when I use them I have somebody who is a spotter and I tell them to watch my wrists to make sure that I am not subconsciously rolling my wrist because I want a certain answer. And so, therefore, you you don't even know you're doing You're not doing it deliberately, but it's just a little twist of the wrist and all of a sudden the rods are swinging the way you've just asked them to. So you need someone who... Um, and, and one other thing is I've used them blindfolded. Mm-hmm. You blindfold people so they don't know... Because you can say, can you show me your symbol for yes... And then, uh, depending on what the rods do, the people don't know Mm -hmm. what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So that's been an interesting experience as well. Mm -hmm. I actually really like dowsing rods because you can feel the pull on them. Yes. Yep. So you've got to just be aware. I've seen some pretty poopy use of dowsing rods where people were saying, oh, yes, there's there's a ghost there and rolling their wrists in. Yes, oh, look, see the... And it was obvious. And, I mean, it was a tour guide and they're running a tour. Um 
So yeah, that I like them, but I think you've you've got to use my favourite word discernment to make sure that it's not a um, just an ego thing. What else have we got, Renata? Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> See, you, this is where you need to be prepared. Yeah, we can't I, I have know. radio silence. I I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh. I'm looking. I know Sky sent um, in a uh, a message that her daughter has COVID. So <coughs> Sky's daughter, um, we're wishing you um, a quick recovery, my sweet. We've got a few friends that have had COVID as well over um, the last few weeks, and um, it's it's an awful thing. It really does muck your. Um, Whole calendar up. I know. It's, it's More than difficult. your calendar. <laughs> God. The, your social life is gone. Oh, no, right? Um, and uh, Catherine is also saying she would love to go to Prague. Uh, we have Lisa who is saying the castle's history is fascinating. Yes, please do an episode on true hauntings. Uh, Mel, what's Mel got there? I would love a true hauntings podcast on this castle, especially as her heritage is check. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Jess is saying, yes, do a True Hauntings uh, podcast uh, on the Czech Castle. I think it's a go. Mm-hmm. So we do that for the, the next one. Mm-hmm. <coughs> now, if you do have a question for us, um, which we can answer live in the next 15 minutes before 9 o'clock, please uh, message in on 0490 That is the... Um, number that you need to get to us at the moment so don't put it up on our facebook pages but directly to zero four nine zero eight four triple eight six and we will try and answer it as soon as we can deborah answered i have a fear of deep dark holes as well sinkholes freak me out yeah we've actually got one that's sort of developing up the road um, you know where our, the bowling club is across the road from us, Lowlands yeah. Bowling Club. Mm-hmm. There is one starting to develop there, and somebody's chucked a traffic cone so people don't back into it. Mm-hmm. But it's really sunk down so far, mm-hmm. and I'm a little bit scared too. She wants to know: Have we heard about Mystery Hill in New Hampshire in the U.S.? You heard of that, Renata? No, I have not. I'm pretty sure that's where you uh, park your car, put it in neutral. And it looks like it's an uphill and your car starts rolling up the hill. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? So let me know. And what it is, it's like those fun houses where they've built them at different angles and you think it looks like it's uphill, but in actual fact, it's downhill. Mm. So it's um, a little weird. I'd get vertigo. You would. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you had a bad enough experience, can you create PK? That's from Sky. Mm, that's the one I was looking for, yeah. Um, th- and this goes back to trauma. Um, and trauma is a very, very powerful emotion that can really get stuck within our bodies. And some people can't physically, emotionally or mentally work through it. And so it can try and – or you can try and deal with it externally – 
by actually creating a force outside of yourself. So the, the short answer to that is yes, yes. You can create something that has um, sort of these, this psychokinetic energy around it and you can make things happen. And you don't necessarily mean to at times. It's it's a very subconscious thing, but it's the only way that your body or your, you mentally can work through that trauma. Um, you can't literally hold it into your body anymore and um, it transfers externally into your environment. And this is um, also one of those things where people will all of a sudden get superhuman strength. I don't think it's that they actually get superhuman strength. I think that they've got their psychokinetic abilities kicking in, which is allowing them to use their mind as well as their physique. Like if there's a child trapped under a car, there's been the stories of mothers able to lift cars off them. Mm. And normally they'd, they'd be barely able to lift three shopping bags in each hand mm-hmm. but they've managed to to move a car off so could that be a form of um pk crisis pk mm-hmm. and we've talked about crisis apparitions before where somebody is in a car accident and all of a sudden they will appear before a loved one and uh, the loved one goes hang on this ghost has just appeared in front of me and they think they're dead mm-hmm. but in actual fact it was a projection of them in a moment of crisis, yeah, which yeah. is, again, another psychokinetic ability. Yep. And crisis can get stuck um, so that it, um, it kind of can affect you so badly that you can actually transfer it to the next generation. And the next generation is dealing with, with the crisis that occurred in the generation previously. And sometimes they don't know uh, where they get their certain, like, issues from um, and it may not actually be something that's coming from their lifetime it may be something that um, they have literally inherited that needs to be dealt with so it's it's very very complicated yeah and don't forget that is also one of the theories on how poltergeists are created yep true true so many things we're back with some more questions mm-hmm. and I am mistaken that was not the the place that we, I thought it was so thank you for the correction it is uh, like America Stonehenge this was the um, Mystery Hill in New Hampshire in the US mm. uh, and apparently Deborah Ann saw it on the Holzer Files so that sounds fascinating it does it does what have you got, Renat? Um, so Maxine actually uh, mentioned and she said, um, do you guys know of a place called Crybaby Bridge uh, in America? And um, Maxine, there are a number of bridges that have the reputation uh, and are called Crybaby Bridge. And it's a nickname given to some bridges in the United States. And the name often reflects an urban legend that the sound of a baby can be or has been heard from from the bridge. So many are also accompanied by an urban legend relating to a baby or young child or children where the mother threw her baby off the bridge and felt so bad that she killed herself. She now looks for her baby while crying in the river sadly. So there is one in Kentucky, one in Ohio, one in Maryland and one in Texas. So there's at least four. So it sounds like an urban legend yeah. sort of thing. Yep, there's at least four that um, have that type. But thank you, Maxine, because that made us have a, a search for it. So thank you for that. Now, Deborah Ann also had a question. I forgot to mention that about is there any way? Now you mentioned about how that memory is in your DNA. Mm-hmm. 
Is there any way to get rid of it out of your DNA? Now, I have to be very careful about this because I am not um, approaching this as um, like from a sort of a medical standpoint here. And first and foremost, I would have to say that if if there are any issues regarding um, trauma within the family, you are first best to see a medical practitioner um, and just check um, what is going on and how it is affecting you because it could be a number of things uh, that make this happen within your body or within your mind, right? So there are a number of things and the first thing you really have to do is is um, consult uh, a, a professional medical, medical practitioner. But you can also do um, some healing work. Um, the first thing to do is to actually recognise what is going on and have a look whether trauma has actually happened within the family. Um, and it might go back to mother, father, it might go back to grandmother and grandfather. Um, if you're digging deeper, you need historical evidence. This stuff can't be made up. It's it's not like you go, and really, honestly, it's not like you go see someone and they say, oh, in a past life you were run over by a horse and wagon uh, in the Wild West and now you can't be near cars. You can't do that. You just can't. You've got to have some sort of evidence that a real trauma occurred and this trauma was so deep um, and so powerful for someone that it, it changed them from that point and it was never healed could not have been healed because of how bad the trauma was, um, and so it seems to have progressed to the next um, to the next uh, thing. <laughs> the next the, the next level person. The, oh right, the next right, family. The, yeah, right. The yeah. next person in the generation. Yeah, that's right. The next generation. She's waving her and, hands in the air. Sorry. Like any of you can and, see that. <laughs> For example, for example, um, my my mother and father were traumatised because of World War Two. My mother spent time in Auschwitz in the um, concentration camp that allegedly didn't exist. Sorry, guys, but it did. And my father was a um, a pilot in the war. He uh, jumped out of an airplane, um, parachuted out of an airplane, broke both his legs, half his body, and spent um, two years in a concentration camp. So they were embedded with trauma. Now, I lived that trauma while they were still alive and that part of that trauma is part of the things that I have to deal with in my life. So they didn't heal their trauma in their generation, but through their fears and torments, they taught you how to be you, Mm. which included that trauma. Yep, included that trauma. Plus, because they were already traumatised when my mother had me, um, it certainly was something that was in, in her that was passed on to me and may have led to some of the weird and wonderful things that I do. Yeah, can explain a lot. <laughs> anyway, we've got to get to a song to the news. Yes. So uh, we might touch on this a little bit later if we've got some time because it is a fascinating topic. You're listening to Spooky Sundays on Newcastle Live Radio. Welcome back, everyone, for the second hour of Spooky Sundays. And, of course, it's my turn in the hot seat. Oh, yeah. Now I can't press mute and start coughing. No. no. <laughs> um, and uh, in this hour, we're going to have a story from Australia's past. Mm-hmm. We are going to have... Um, our trash and treasure, yeah, and we are going to have Miss Christie. Yeah, Christie, and apparently she's talking th- things demonic. 
Oh, no, Crispy. Who? Who would have thunk? Oh, she must have had a birthday. She's off a tree. I know. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> oh, bless you. Oh, Demon out, oh, as okay. I like to say. <laughs> oh. Okay. So we're starting with a story from the early uh, Hawkesbury days, stories of Governor Wiseman. This is from Wiseman's Ferry. I'm just going to do it again. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> stare into a, apparently you stare into a bright light when you're going to sneeze, which is really hard when you're trying to read a story uh, and that will distract you from your sneeze. All right. So nestled at the foot of the mountains or of the mountain road from Sydney northward, just where it runs down to Wiseman's Ferry, stands an old house rich in fascinating tradition and weird legend. It is haunted by ghosts at the witching hour of midnight. There echoes a woman's piteous moan or piteous moan. I don't know. Either one. And the terrifying clank of... Piteous. Piteous. Piteous? Piteous. Piteous. Piteous moan. And the terrifying clank of convict fetters, which are convict chains. That just ruined the whole vibe of this story. Don't you be blaming me. (laughs) In this historic house, amid the beautiful scenery of the Hawkesbury, Solomon Wiseman, one of the most romantic figures in the annals of Australia's early settlement... I had to. I, I, I took note of how you said annals because you know very well if you'd said the annals, you would have been on for young and old. Oh, no, she set herself off. I didn't even do it. Oh, Australia's only history made his home. Here, this ex ex smuggler. <laughs> Shall I read it for you? I don't know what set her off. It's just the budgie smugglers. So we can, we've got anal and we've got budgie smugglers. <laughs> we've had a hard weekend. Here this well, ex-smuggler ruled his manacled convict servants with an rod of iron and amassed wealth that... <laughs> Like 12 year olds, I swear to God. All right, keep going on about his rod of iron. I'm quite fascinated after a hard weekend. <laughs> then the master wealth that enabled him, even in those primitive days of the colony, to live in the comfort and ease of an English country gentleman. I've got tears rolling. I'm so glad you didn't pause on the word country this time. <laughs> he had in his service 300 assigned convicts, men and women, and he was known to the little community over which he held sway as Governor Wiseman. For nearly 30 years, he was lord of the manor on the banks of the picturesque Hawkesbury. High up on the mountainside overlooking Wiseman's estate is a recess under a great jutting rock known as Courthouse Cave. Here, justice was dispensed by the first magistrate of the district, Mr David Dunlop. On the other side of the river was Judgment Rock, where refractory convicts in Wiseman's gangs were summarily executed by being hanged through a circular hole in the rock. 
Oh, how how do we do a... I don't know. We have to find that spot. On either side of the river were stockades where Wiseman's gangs were quartered under the guard of red-coated soldiers. And here, along all this natural beauty, the lash fell often on bleeding backs. Although many, many years have passed since Governor Wiseman and his family walked the floorboards of the old home, (coughs) it is said that you can distinctly hear the rustle of a silk dress or the gasp of a woman's cries on certain nights. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not sure whether that's the right. No, no, sorry. <laughs> a shadow female form was seen to rise from the location of the old vault in the garden after midnight and move across the flat and into the old house. It was supposed to be the spirit of Wiseman's wife, and various theories are current as to why she should haunt her old home. Perhaps she wished to draw attention to a treasure she had left behind. For some years ago, a box of sovereigns was found under the floor of what has been Mrs. Wiseman's bedroom. Oh, we need to go there. We need to go there. One traveller camped in the old house many years ago when it was deserted. After midnight, he was awakened by the most unearthly noise. He heard the muffled screams of a woman, followed by the slamming of a door. As he sat up startled, he distinctly heard footsteps echoing through the empty house, and it seemed as if something passed him in the darkness. He was not a superstitious man, and after a while decided that his rest had been disturbed by the cries of night birds and the sigh of the wind off the river. (laughs) But as he lay uneasily trying to sleep... I'm spicing up the story. Are you saying this is boring? No. I can just (laughs) make it better. A more nerve-shaking sound fell on his ears. (laughs) (laughs) It was the clank of metal and a heavy, slow step of a man wearing leg irons. Entering the house. Terrified, the traveller raced from the building never to return. Many years ago, a drover decided to stay in the old house. The drover went to sleep in a small room that formed part of what was in Wiseman's Day, the great reception room on the first floor. The next morning, he told of having been woken (coughs) just after midnight (coughs) from a heavy sleep, feeling that someone or something was near him. There was a slight rattle. And in the patch of moonlight that came through the window, he saw a pale lady cross the next room. Oh, how much are you? He promptly leapt out of bed and jumping over the balcony, slid down a post to escape to the ground level. He never again returned to the old house. Run away! Run away! It was a custom in Wiseman's day to grant a ticket of leave to a seven-year convict after the expiration of four years, if his conduct had been good. One story has it that a young man who had served his four years with Wiseman was eager to get his ticket of leave. Following a heated argument with the governor, he was put to work on the hardest road chain gang. Goaded to desperation by one of the overseers, the young man with two companions attempted to escape by swimming the Hawkesbury River. But hampered by his leg irons, the young man drowned. His mates were captured, one of them splitting open the skull of the overseer with a pick. For this, he was made to walk the plank into eternity at Judgment Rock. Legend has it that the spirit of the young convict comes periodically to 
to the old house and clanks up the stairs, always to beg over and over again from the governor the ticket of leave denied to him over a century ago. Mystery and legend will cling to the old house at Wiseman's Ferry as long as one stone of it remains upon another. Now, if you know what house that is, can you let us know, please? <laughs> we want to go visit. We want to go there. I want to find out about that hanging hole as well. Yes. That sounds interesting. Yes. You'd probably have to go into the bush. You'd have to go bush for have that. To go sacred, uh, have to go <laughs> sacred bush to find the hole. Yeah. Yeah. I'm willing. <coughs> it's not in tick season. No. But I'm willing to go. No. Now, we've had a message from Portable Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, she did try to ring us accidentally. <laughs> there are trauma therapy yoga masters uh, releasing personas. I don't know what that is. P-S-O-A-S. I think it might be a typo. Personas, maybe? Pers- I don't know. It might be trauma. I, no, I think it's personas. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the word is generational or inter- intergenerational trauma. Mm-hmm. She also wants to know who is Gail Elizabeth. Oh, that's my old travel buddy. That's her best friend. That's my old bestie. She's still a bestie. Yeah, you be careful what you say here because so we're both pretty violent women. Yeah, yeah, she's she's still a bestie, but I used to travel with Gail Elizabeth before Miss Anne came <coughs> on the scene. Before Gail went to another country. <coughs> yes. And um, yeah. left her here. I had mm. to pick up the, the broken the crumbled, pieces. The crumbled pieces. And look after her. Oh, yeah. So there you go. There's your, your um, answer question. Question. <laughs> <laughs> So tight. I'm so glad we're not jumping in the car tonight and driving to part way to Queensland because we were we were getting messages saying, um, you know, they may have to cancel flights because they've got staff that's going down sick. Uh, they might not have enough staff to fly the plane. Um, so that's why they were. Um, we volunteer. <coughs> that's why they were cutting back on flights, and that's why we got shuffled off to a 7:30 a.m. one instead of the midday one. And I I just said to Renata, I don't care what happens if they cancel this flight in the morning and try to put us on a nighttime one, that's not going to work because we're filming tomorrow night. We will get in the car and we will freaking drive to Queensland if we have to. Mm. So we're ready. We're pumped. But tired. <laughs> now, Anne, do you know that our True Hauntings podcast has had over 200,000 downloads? Oh, <gasps> no, I didn't know that, Renata. Well, well, I do actually because I think I was the one told you. <laughs> and if- we have people who, have, who are listening from Japan Denmark, the USA, and England. And Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia? Doesn't that blow your mind? Wow. I'm just, I'm really quite honoured. Yes. And Ireland. Don't forget Danielle. Yes, Ireland. She listens. The the only one. (laughs) No, we we used to have a whole tribe that was um, listening in from um, Ireland. was Mary as well. Yes. There was a few. Mm. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to the True Hornings podcast, this newest one that we have out is a doozy. It's a great one to start off with. We're talking about the Jamaica Inn in Cornwall, and you can catch it on Spotify and iTunes, and it's called True Hauntings Podcast with Anne and Renata by Human Labs. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I want to uh, bring up a little something about the Newcastle Live Radio Facebook group page. Yes. Now, we we love to post our pictures up there so people get an idea of what is coming up in the show. Yes. And you posted that great picture tonight of the where, where is this and what is the haunted story. You'll be hearing about it during Spooky Sundays. Mm-hmm. And... 
We've got this Alvaro I saw that. Nazario yes. Negrete Doria yes. who's posted a picture of a sloth yawning. Yes. Oh, and I then think, I think he's bored. And then there was another post that I'd put up as well. Oh, where's my post gone? I put the post up of maybe I didn't <laughs> of tonight's um speaky objects probably still on my computer at home. Um <laughs> And it, it's a beautiful azure ring azure. with um, a nice gold claw setting on it. Yes, yes. And uh, he's posted the same meme on that one too. Yeah. What he's a meanie. Oh, a meanie meme. He's a meanie meme, Alzaro. You don't yeah. like our stuff? Fuck him off. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. <coughs> anyway, speaking of which. Yes. Let's talk about this gorgeous ring. Yes. Oh, it looks a million bucks. I even did up a little meme with you and me on it and Paranormal Trash or Treasure. I went to a lot of effort and I can't find it. <laughs> so this one was on eBay. Yes. And this was one I'd actually prepared a while ago and then I found I'd fold it, filed it in the wrong folder. Uh-huh. And I, I kept thinking, I've got to read this one. I could never find it. Well, I found it for tonight. Awesome. This offer is very rare in capital letters with double exclamation marks old and powerful piece Uh if you are here you are already feeling the immense energy bound to this vessel I can feel it now I know right are you feeling a deep and unexplained drawing and bond with this vessel I am well you too can pay the small price of 217.55 great British pounds for it if you're drawn to it. Mm-hmm. This is a very rare and powerful item from my personal collection and its availability is limited. Yes. Because there's only one, there supposedly. Can be only one. Mm-hmm. Especially with what this ring can offer you. Tell me. Most gin. Mm-hmm. So we've got gin in this one. That's I, I'll give you D- the. D J I W N. Well, they've covered all bases. Uh, so G I N and G Y N. Well, no, in the heading they've right. called it Married Gin with a D J and then Shaitan Gin, then Gin with a J I, Gin Ring Power, Magic, Solomon, Gin Spells. It's one of these ones they're going to put every SEO word they can think yes, of to make yes, sure that they get yes. the, the search options for it. <coughs> Right, so the description, what a bargain Mm -hmm. for what is approximately 400 Australian dollars. Sandy wants to know more. Oh, I bet she does. Mm -hmm. Most gin-bound vessels are one powerful gin from one of the gin tribes. Now, please remember, I'm reading this as is. If there's a bit of English in there, it's not my fault. The most majestic of pieces has not one, but three gateways to the realm of the gin. Three. Three. For 250-something pounds. Oh, for something you can slip over a finger. (laughs) (laughs) Those most wise and powerful entities who were created out of the fire at the start of time. Right. The centre stone is none other than the Emperor King Jin. Right. You can't go any higher. Unless it's a Jesus gin, which I don't think there is. Oh, I don't. He was previously owned by a grand sultan and helped conquer and rule over great swathes of land that became the Ottoman Empire. Right. And again, only now, only, only 240 217 pounds. pounds. God. 
oh, this is the king. This is the emperor king of Jin. Now the Jin was part of a royal family for nearly five hundred years mm-hmm. before he changed his journey. And at the end, oh, he found a different path. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the Ottoman Empire, he bonded with a very rich and powerful Arab family mm-hmm. and helped them find enough oil to keep their generations rich. Um, and their family rich for generations forever in capital letters full stop mm-hmm. yep until electric cars come in and they're all screwed yeah. um, once his work was done with this great and royal family he called out to the high witch grand coven for protection and sanctuary while here his vessel was kept in great secrecy dormant until his new master and new journey were revealed to him that time is upon us who um, the high witch under great trance knows that the time time <laughs> of this vessel's awakening is now Okay. Wow, we've, we've we're got, being drawn to this. We are just recovering okay. everything. We're yeah. ticking every box here. Maybe we can just do a GoFundMe and get it. Yeah, well, it's. It, I don't think it's sold. I think it got no. handed in. But <laughs> as I explained earlier, mm-hmm. this is not only one gin, but that of three. Yeah, he's most powerful and majestic. Majestic. Uh-huh. The Emperor Jin has conquered other Jin from other tribes, but rather than return them to smoke to dissipate over the ancient deserts of Arabia. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to taste the ancient deserts of Arabia. He enslaved them all, uh-huh. each of them to eat dates from honey for an eternity. Now, each of them bending to his will and granting them all his truest desires and wishes. Mm. But the one who is this vessel master, the true one it is calling to, and they know the Emperor Jin's name, and an invocation will not just control the Emperor Jin, but that of his bounty, a tribe of his enslaved Jin, giving you the power over all and every aspect of your dreams and desires. But who are the different Jin bound to this vessel? Please remember, this is an item on sale in eBay. Mm-hmm. Madrid Jin represent water. They are the wisest and oldest of the Jin. Excellent for metaphysical and spiritual desires such as psychic ability, mediumship, astro travel, communicating with spirits and telepathy, etc. The married will also, um, sorry, not Madrid, married, will also <laughs> grant extreme wealth. Oh, so not only will they make you very spiritual, but they're going to give you loads of money as well. Help punished. in business and prosperity in yeah. matters of finance as they're mm-hmm. ideal for abundance of any type. Mm-hmm. The Ifrit Jinn represent fire. The Ifrits are specialists of passion, love, sex, lust and relationships, oh. anything related to the body, mm-hmm. sexuality. Love relationships. It is recommended that you call upon the Ifrit for assistance. Shaitan Jin represent air. Ideal for your mischief making, revenge, bad luck, negative energy, and so on. If you want trouble for someone, (coughs) best you use a Shaitan to do the work because a Shaitan will do it in the only way they know how. Shaitan are also protective spirits while they are mischief mischief makers they will not cause mischief for their owners 
Are you drawn to this great and powerful Emperor King Jin and his tribe of enslaved Jin? Can you care for the Jin? Can you, Renata? <coughs> yes, Your I, gin I can. Your gin must always feel respected, cared for and admired. If you neglect a gin, it will retreat and hide itself from you. In other words, it won't work. Yes. So if yes. you've said anything it doesn't like, that ring is not going to work. No. All right, I've, I've still got about 30 seconds. Here is an overview of how to care for your gin upon receiving your vessel. I'll forward you the gin's name and password. I mean, invocation. <laughs> <coughs> Before your gin arrives, create a safe place or location for the gin. Mm-hmm. Number two, bond with your gin by speaking. Close your eyes, feel, and sending your heartfelt emotion to the yes, gin. Yes. The gin will know that yes. you are sincere and loyal and eager to receive its help. Feeling it. Three, show gratitude. Always thank your gin for its help and assistance. Ensure that you say thank you to the gin every time you work with it and every time you make a request. Never assume the master role. Treat your gin as an equal. Mm-hmm. Should you do this, the gin will prove its loyalty and uh, to most rewarding with what you desire. Now, for a, <coughs> a limited time, I'm offering this powerful vessel to the public. This is your chance. <coughs> Sorry. This is your chance to gain the ultimate wealth, riches, and material abundance. What you get, what you want in 2018 and every year forever. I've got a feeling they may have cut and pasted that. <laughs> Are we done? Are we done? 2018. Are you drawn to the ring? Do you want someone to fall in love with you? Do you desire endless good luck and good fortune? He can grant you all your desires. Have you been told you have a gift? The gin will help you develop your psychic ability. No matter how powerful. This is a very powerful item. Act now. You've been drawn here for a reason. When you receive the vessel, I'll issue with a gin guide, his name and invocation, password. Uh, This is a gift. No charge. Okay. All right. And okay. that's disclaimer. This is all made up bullshit. No, I'm there now. <laughs> but what a bargain! Absolutely. What absolute trash! And it's that time of the evening where we say hello to the mistress of the night. Hello, Miss. Miss <laughs> not you. Oh, okay. Miss Christie from Spells and Spirits. Hello. 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 Hi, Crispy. Hello. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. You're feeling a year older, I believe. I know. A big birthday yesterday. Well, it wasn't a big birthday. It was just another birthday. Just another birthday. Made it through another year. Mm. And the weird thing, the last this time last year, we were actually on the road to Gloucester with you. Mm-hmm. And then... Yes. Yesterday we were on, to Glo- on the road to Gloucester again, mm-hmm. but without you. Yes. But you were with my cat, buddy. Oh, we yes. were. I remember the caramel mud cake still. <coughs> oh, do you? Yeah. We, th- we had videos that. of that. There's a video of that on YouTube if anyone wants to see our little trip to Gloucester <laughs> where um, I made the mistake of banging the bedspread with a flashlight in front of it and all you could <laughs> see was bad, human debris <laughs> go up everywhere in a cloud of smoke. That Speaking of cakes, I just want to need to tell you, yes. I went to our favourite restaurant for dinner tonight with my family. Yes. So Lee's Kitchen yes. and they made me a birthday cake. Cake. They stacked a whole heap of mango pancakes oh. with cream and sprinkles oh. and mixed lollies around the edge. Oh, I bet that was Coco that did that for you. Oh, oh. Coco wasn't here tonight, but guys there, they were great. Food was amazing. Oh, as always. Uh, yes. Very happy with my cake. Yes, awesome. Now, what are you here to teach us about this oh, evening? So tonight, 
I'm going to talk about doorways to demonic possession. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. is it a red yes. door? <laughs> now, I have found this little clipping on Facebook, mm-hmm. so completely unvalidated mm-hmm. to the point where they haven't even put an author on there. It's that good. No oh. one wants to claim it. But we know that if it's appeared on Facebook, it's that real. It's real. It must mm-hmm. be true. Fact checkers have been through and got the kids' approval. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it starts off, and I feel like I need to like channel Tammy Baker or something like this. Prized really be Jesus. I have my hand up in the air. I'll get the Thank cigarette light you. out. Yes. I'm, Praise I'm, be. My Lucky eyes are closed. My hands are in the air. Yes. Mm-hmm. So no <laughs> yes. You don't get fined for it. It's fine. No. Right. So it starts off saying, "Beloved, do not take part in any of these." Components of Satan's spiritual structures. Oh, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be just really valuable information that we can live our lives by. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. So let's start off with the obvious ones. Mm-hmm. So yep. the obvious ones that are, they're saying are doorways to demonic possession yep. is astrology, tarot cards, Ouija boards, oh, voodoo, Wicca, divination. Yeah, I didn't make Astral it. Re- I don't think I made it past number one. <laughs> I'm on the bus to hell. Vampirism, so vampires, that struck off. Oh, no, I, I don't do that one. There you go. Fornication. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, I do that. <laughs> nearly fainted. Yeah. Skulls and crossbones. Oh, rock yeah. music. Oh, heavy metal. Oh. Oh. So, all of those frightening, frightening things uh-huh. are doorways to a demonic possession so then it got a little bit more exotic yes and we're talking yoga oh oh well that downward dog thing it's <laughs> obviously demonic Open doors i tell you well, i don't know I, I i'm pretty sure there was one time that i did one of those poses where you sort of go up onto your shoulders and then you drop your knees down around your ears and then i think some sort of portal <laughs> opened <laughs> There was a big whoosh of noise and a portal opened and, and it got expelled when I stood up again. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I taught my husband a new word last night. <laughs> Don't. Just keep going, Christy. Keep going. Because so I, th- I think our listeners are taking notes. They need to write all, all of right. this down. So we got through number one. Yes. Yep. Next one. Yep. Meditation. Oh. <gasps> That's a portal. Vegetarianism. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Well, you, because you don't eat flesh, you're <sighs> going to what? Yeah, go ahead. Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh. they've gone too far. That's a <laughs> step too far. I'm crossed. sorry. <laughs> they've crossed the line. <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh, well, we knew that. Yeah, that, well, I mean, that's, that's an old we one, love yeah. Harry. <laughs> The Twilight film. <coughs> oh, well, yes. Yeah, you know. maybe, yeah. <laughs> Marijuana, pot parties, LSD and shrooms. Oh, they're taking <laughs> all the freaking fun out of life. Oh, I know. There's nothing left. What are you supposed to do? Sit and stare at your navel. What do you do? Don't meditate during that. Sing Kumbaya yeah. and then you'll be fine. You're not allowed to sing. Fire walking. Oh. That's a no-go. Oh. I don't know how that works. But you mean there's still more? Oh, Scientology. Yeah. Scientology, I understand. <laughs> yeah, New Age religion, Scientology, 
Mm-hmm. Illuminati groups, Freemasonry, basically everything. Yeah, yeah, no fun. Just eat wheat picks and... <laughs> <laughs> try. <laughs> try. 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 shed. But then you're vegetarian, and that, that means that you're going to hell anyway. Yeah, well, that's true. What's well, left? Well, it opens you up to demonic de- per- 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 depression. Depression. <laughs> <laughs> demonic depression. <laughs> Takes all the happiness out of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, what a <laughs> list. Who came up I with that? Know. Look, nobody. Hi, Jenna. But, oh, no one wants to. But, you know, they have put in some religious... I'm not a religious person, but they have put in some little, you know, quote sort of like things. And mm-hmm. one of them is being from Deuteronomy saying, um, let no one be found among you who practices divination or sorcery, mm-hmm. interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritualist, mm-hmm. or who consults the dead. Yes. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. Yes, yes. But Jesus was actually somebody who rose from the dead and people spoke to no, him. No, no, we mustn't. No. Okay. No, no. Look, no. I will point out that necromancy and rebirthing is on that list, so <laughs> cross the line. <laughs> that is Why? true. Oh. Is there any way we can save our souls? No. No. Mm. I think we'd have to tie ourselves to the stake and set fire to us and then burn yeah. us clean. Mm. Yeah, or you could, you know, go on a door-knocking mission, I guess, with some little pamphlets. No. No. No, no, no. Hand no. them out. It's a bit like eating carbs. You're just going to be miserable and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> carbs Holy and sugar. Holy replaces everything. Oh, I bet, no. I bet there's lots of carbs in hell. <laughs> Oh, look, Christy, what can we say? I mean, that's just amazing. She's given us some good warnings there. Yes, yes. I need to clean up my act, obviously. Heed these warnings. If you've been looking for a sign, there you go. There was one. I'm going to go home and eat some baby lambs now because that means I will go to heaven. Oh, God, please don't. Yeah, make sure you... No, stop it. (laughs) Now, Christy, if people are wanting to um, find you, where they where can they find you? They can find me online at Spells and Spirits. We can do some meditation. We can practice some voodoo, (laughs) witchcraft, yoga. You name it, we can do that. We can sit down and watch Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings as well. Um, But I'm also at Nelson Bay at the Wellness Park. Yes. Which is also going to help. Well, she'll rub your body. Yes. So um, we can all go to hell happily together up yeah. there. But, um, yes, yeah, so I do quantum chakra healing up there, and I also do aromatherapy massage Ooh, as well. Very nice. I'm pretty sure chakras were fine. They didn't mention them on the list. You'll be okay. No, yeah. they, they're not on the list, and neither are essential oils. There so, you go. Um, we won't be opening any doorways to demonic possession. No, <laughs> no. Okay, my sweet. Well, we will say goodbye to you again this week, and... And we'll hear from you next I Sunday can't wait. I'm excited. Thank you so much. Thanks, Crispy. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Spooky Sundays podcast with Anne and Renata.
That is almost us for the evening. Just a few things that we want to plug before um, our last song for the evening. And once again, before we do that, we thank every single one of you for sticking around and listening to the show. Uh, It was quite chaotic this evening, but I think you would have enjoyed it. I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now, as we mentioned before, we are um, heading off to Queensland early in the morning and doing some recording um, with the the Butsman. With the Butsman. little Dixon. Little Dixon, and um, if you would love to see what is going on, we will put some snippets up on um, the Anne and Renata Frightfully Good page. The family group page will probably be going to. Family group page, so join us. um, If you're not on the family group page, ask um, for an invite and uh, we will put you through there. And um, you can see the shenanigans behind the scenes. Um, (laughs) Also, we are going to uh, very, very soon be putting up uh, You Want to Be a ghost hunter workshop um, which uh, you can uh, then book in and take part in it will be a three-week workshop all online mm-hmm. so uh, one um, session a week and we'll put you through the basics of ghost hunting as we see it so we will be teaching you uh, about the technology we'll be teaching you about the old style investigations the types of ghosts that you might encounter and the psychology the psychology of yes of it yeah so it's it's really really interesting this is our third year we've actually done it but it's it gets revamped a little bit every it does. year yeah it does so because we're learning it, yeah. every year we learn more and more because we're studying and doing courses ourselves and as we keep doing it we pass that information on to you guys Mm. and things change as well things change so yeah well some people do some people don't some people people, but quite happy sitting in their own little happy spot Mm. Mm. so um again we thank everyone that has um messaged us in this evening and uh, sent in some awesome questions and some information for us to chase up. We will definitely be doing a True Hauntings uh, episode on that castle oh, we yes. were talking about because that sounds awesome. And we'll be doing the Demon Bin Chicken Wayne story yes. next week. Yes, come back for the, yes, the Demon Bin Created chicken. by artificial intelligence led by your guys' input. Yes, Absolutely. (laughs) It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. So, yes, until next week, um, stay safe, everyone. Uh, We wish you well. We'll see you on the dark side, but remember most of all to stay spooky. Most mysteries can be solved by looking at the facts, but sometimes the facts don't give us the answer. So it's time to call in Anne and Renata. Spooky Sundays, when the truth lies beyond a logical answer. Dive deep into the world of the unknown with real ghost stories and the unexplainable. Sometimes unconventional, but always entertaining. It's Spooky Sundays with Anne and Renata. Sunday from 8pm, only on Newcastle Live.